Hi, welcome to the Private Eye Podcast, episode number two. This episode will be about some signs of a cheating partner. There are many areas and topics to cover, but for the vast majority of infidelity cases, this one is the biggest of the red flags. We'll go over that in a few things. I have most encountered working with clients that are suspicious of a partner cheating on them. There are many indicators, and there is no way to cover all the possibilities on one episode. So I'm just going to be scratching the surface, and future episodes will go over other areas that uh, you need to kind of be able to look over and, and check out and know maybe something's going on. I'll go over that in just a minute. I'll also tell you about being found out while working on a surveillance regarding an infidelity investigation and how they found out I was following them. I'll bet you won't be able to guess how I was compromised. First of all, I want to thank the people that have reached out and showed their support on my initial podcast and the kind words that were had and the emails. It was very much appreciated. I've had the podcast equipment sitting in my office for about a year and a half gathering dust. I had a friend set up to do the podcast with me, but when I gave him some dates, he was always busy. Can't blame him as it was a big step. Maybe in the future I'll find someone to be a co-host on a few episodes. In the future, I'll be doing some interviews of interesting people related to investigations and the personal security world. Just sitting down and talking into a microphone is something I've never done. Done many interviews and sitting and answering questions is a breeze compared to doing this, sitting in front of a microphone, talking to nobody. Well, not nobody. I mean, you're somebody, but not you're not here. So <laughs> I'm not a big talker to begin with. I've always Try to keep it short and sweet and just the facts. Never been much of a storyteller either without being prompted for deeper details. Please hang in there with me. It's going to get better. I had several people email me about my experiences in Belarus when I was in Minsk. Where Minsk is, what Russians think about Americans. Maybe in the future I'll have my wife Olga on and she can discuss her experiences growing up in the USSR after the breakup of the USSR. Please take a minute to subscribe to the Private Eye Podcast on your podcast app. And leaving a five-star review and um, a good comment would be much appreciated and helpful. Call 612-888-3906 and leave a voicemail with a question or a problem. Or, if you have a specific topic or can share personal experience that you think might help someone going through a tough time, call and we can talk about putting it in on a future episode. You can also email me at privateipodcast at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter at privateipod and on Instagram at privateipodcast. Speaking from personal experience, once the perceived victim of infidelity has a hunch something is going on, patience is tough to come by, which is totally understandable. You're hurt, maybe you can't eat, sleep, or not a moment goes by in the day without thinking of what your partner is doing while you're apart. Watching the clock and knowing they should be home by now, minutes seem like hours. Maybe you always thought in the back of your mind that you'd be happier alone or with someone else. Maybe you were planning on pulling the plug yourself in the same way or another way. It's all fun and games until your partner tells you to take your shoes for a walk, and then it seems the world as you know it has ended. Time is the only thing that'll make things better. I recommend to many people and my clients to read Love Must Be Tough by Dr. James Dobson. It's not a one-size-fix-all fix, but it's helped many of the clients and people that I've worked for get through a tough time. Technology has changed a lot in my 30 years of private investigation, but one thing hasn't changed. When a partner finds a new love interest, they go to the very extremes in communication and will find a way to make it happen. 
cheating has never been more efficient with the creation of the cell phone, instant and constant contact without going through all the hoops. The most common concerns I have from new clients wanting me to investigate their partner are suspicions arising from watching them and their cell phone habits and the time spent surfing the internet. So here are a few things to look for with a partner's use of the cell phone and online activity. Partner places a password on the phone and refuses it to give it to you. Well, the first question is to ask that person or your partner why. Ask if you can have the password. If they say no, ask them why not. If they don't give it to you, listen carefully to their excuse and the reasons why they're not sharing it with you. Then it's time to start watching their other habits very closely. So here are 10 things to look for with a partner's use of a cell phone and online activity. Number one, a partner places or has a password on phone and refuses to give it to you. Number two, they spend more time than usual in the bathroom with their phone. They turn off the cloud sharing on your device and other GPS-linked apps. Four, time on social media has drastically increased or decreased. Number five, they're charging their phone in a different area than in the past. Maybe they used to keep it next to the bed. Now it's in the closet, behind a couch, out on a workbench, in the laundry room. Keep an eye on that. Number six, partner has acquired a second phone and is very protective of it. Or one day you notice a second phone and there is really no good reason for them to have a second phone. Again, ask what it's for, why they need it, and why they didn't tell you about it. Seven, it's very defensive about answering questions about their activity on their phone. Eight, constantly clearing browsing history on their devices. Nine, all of a sudden they are into selfies and their pictures with you and your family diminish more and more and more. 10. Hides phone bill and doesn't let you have access to your online provider and account information. Uh, that shows up very often. People are very protective of that. So now I'll tell you about the time of being caught while working an infidelity investigation. Client had hired me to follow his wife and to see who she was seeing and document her whereabouts. So I'd been working for about two weeks following her and lost her a few times, but about the third or fourth time out, I did find out who she was seeing, his address, did a background check on him, reported it to the client. He still wanted further information about what was going on and what they were doing. So I'd been to a cabin, a lot of walks in the park, quite a few restaurants. I picked up the it was actually the last day that I was supposed to be following her. It was a Saturday night. So I followed her, and um, we went to a restaurant. Then we went to the mall, grocery store, and then back to her boyfriend's house. And it was about 11.30 at night. I called the client and said, well, you know, here's, here's the deal. She's at his house. And he goes, oh, that's fine. Just stay there and let me know when she leaves. And you don't have to follow her from the house. Just let me know when she leaves. So, okay, settle in for the night. So uh, it's about 7.30 Sunday morning. I'm watching the house and waiting for her to leave. And her boyfriend came out. He had something in his hands and he was walking down the uh, front steps onto the sidewalk, asked his car, asked his girlfriend's car, my client's wife's car, and keeps walking directly towards me. So I'm thinking, what's this guy doing? What's he got in his hands? I, like I said, I did a background check on him, so I wasn't really concerned that this guy wasn't a crazy head assault record or anything like that. And 
I've carried a, a firearm for 30 years working in the business and it's twice the size of this guy. So I know he wasn't coming over to kick my ass. So he kept walking. He walked right up to the passenger side of the door and I'm watching his hands and I rolled down my window and here he had a newspaper, a cup of coffee and three cookies for me. He hands them to me and he says, I'm sure you're getting bored out here. thought I'd bring you a little something for breakfast. So I smiled and said, what do you, you know, all right, hey, thanks. So he turned around, walked back in the house and I'm sitting thinking, oh man, now I got to call the client and tell him, tell him this, this is, this ain't good. I mean, it busted when you're out working investigations, but Sunday paper, cookies and coffee. So I wanted to beat my head on the steering wheel for about 20 minutes before I could call, call my client up and tell him what had happened. And so I did. And I called him and he said, you know, hey, what's up? She leave? And I go, hmm, not yet. He says, has there been any movement? I go, oh yeah, lots of movement. And I told him about the boyfriend bringing me the Sunday paper and cookies and coffee. And he started laughing and I'm like, why is that? I'm thinking, oh, what's so funny? And I asked him, I said, why? You find that humorous? He says, yeah. He says, I called him about an hour ago to let him know that, that you know, I knew what was going on and, uh, you know, the fun is over. And I just, he said, yeah, you know, a lot of clients I'm working for, they're, they're, they're tighter than two coats of paint. And he said, ah, you don't have to hang around. You can split. And he says, you can keep the rest of the retainer and I'll send you a little something extra for your troubles. So yeah, had the client rat me out. But, uh, and like I said, I was surprised, you know, it was textbook. Everything was perfect. And you know, when you, you've been caught or, you know, if person you're following has a great suspicion that somebody's following them, but no sign, just the client ratting me out. I thank you so much for listening. Please email me questions at privateipodcast at gmail.com or leave a voicemail at 612-888-3906. Till next time, be outstanding without standing out and keep your head on a swivel. Bye.